0: What's up guys? Here with you with FC Wonder Kid, episode 48. Here with my guy, Bretson. How are you?
1: Oh, different vibe, man. Tropic vibe. I'm down in uh down in Miami, off-site, Miami, Florida. Um, on some hotel internet. So this will be really interesting. Uh, <laughs> how, how are you doing, man? We're 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 like six, what, four days away from from a reckoning? Four days away from like the biggest game in portuguese history no just kidding Um, (laughs) you ready are you ready for this i am not ready (laughs) but i am
0: ready to do a live on twitch and on the 24th everyone of fc Kid community please be there with us because we are gonna go extremely bold for that live Portugal against Turkey. But we're going to talk more on that, more forwards. But, yeah, I'm really nervous. As you should be, too, as I a know. U.S. fan. Yeah. <laughs> as yeah. a U.S. fan. But I this week, there was something magnificent that happened. Something mm-hmm. sensational, s- you know, like mm-hmm. Luva the Pedraida says. Mm-hmm. And it was the Champions League. Sure. Surtay, the, the, we, ha- we know the teams that are going to go against each other. Mm-hmm. And some teams may be happy and some teams not. Yeah. So... I want to start here with Chelsea, Real Madrid, okay? okay? Because yeah. for me, this is the, one of the biggest doubts juicy. in all the fixtures. It's a ju- exactly a juicy one because Real Madrid mm-hmm. have never beaten Chelsea in the knockout stages, okay? So Ancelotti <laughs> has a huge test. And for Benzema, if he gets this done, okay, knocking knocking Chelsea out mm-hmm. with Real
1: Uy, 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 Ballon d'or,
0: Ballon d'or top five list.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> oh, I mean, definitely. Yeah, Real Madrid is going to want some revenge from uh, from last year, right? It was last year's semifinals. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it was uh, Christian Pulisic' uh, masterclass, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> now, I, I, I think he had he had the equalizer in the in the first the first leg, and then he assisted. Mm-hmm. I think it was the Mason Mount goal um, for them to win two zip at Stamford Bridge. So. Yeah, this is definitely the juiciest draw of the bunch. And not just Chelsea has a good record against Real Madrid. It's also Thomas Tuchel, right? Yes. Um, he has a good record against, I think it's six games versus Real Madrid. And and he's unbeaten in in all six of those games. So, um, the, the, yeah. And
0: there's three players. And there's three players yeah. for Chelsea that have to be in their top-notch game. To beat Real. Mm-hmm. And that is in Golo Kante, mm-hmm. he has to be top levels. Yep. Reese James has to be top levels. Mm-hmm. And the third player for me is going to pl- be the player that everybody's going to be talking against Real. And that's Kovacic. Okay. Kovacic will have the sauce to yep. stop Real Madrid. Okay? I really believe in the midfield of Kante with Kovacic. Okay? okay. So, yeah. And Tuchel. Amid all the speculation of <laughs> Tuchel maybe leaving. Next season, now is the time and place to prove to the world that he wants to stay long-term at Chelsea. Yeah. And, yeah, they, they're definitely top contenders
1: if they beat, beat uh, Real Madrid. I mean, Jeez. absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I, I just don't – for Real Madrid, it's, it's how do you bottle up that mm-hmm. momentum that you've built up with that miraculous comeback at the Bernabeu um, how do you make sure that Casemiro, Modric, and Cruz can can deliver? Um, mm-hmm. How do you make sure Kareem Benzema? I, I mean, gets gets he doesn't need service, but like he added <laughs> another two goals right over just recently. So they're True. coming into this. Both teams are coming into this pretty hot. You know, Chelsea dispatched Middlesbrough um, mm-hmm. and, and are <laughs> into the FA Cup semifinals. Back to Wembley. Um, Thought so, it'd be tougher.
0: Thought that- it'd be tougher. I thought it'd be tougher against Middlesbrough and Lukaku.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, hey, uh, it's good. It's good that they they got out of that without injuries, without issues. Mm -hmm. Um, But really, this is the one I'm most excited about. I'm I'm not going to lie. Right? Uh, Simeone ball for, uh, you know, the Atleti uh, Manchester City isn't exactly going to be the most exciting thing to watch. But Chelsea-Real Madrid should be a fun game Mm -hmm. to watch. I mean, and you're right. Mm N'Golo Conte, I think, more than Kovacic. I think more than um, – who was the other one? Said? Yeah. Georg- no, uh, Rhys
0: James, Rhys James, Rhys James. Rhys James, right. <laughs>
1: N'Golo Conte, though, last year, he was mm-hmm. – uh, it was throughout the whole knockout stage. He was the guy, right? And Edward yes. Mendy. You might as well mention him, too. Um, through those knockout stages for the Champions League, all the way to the final, all the way to the champion, you know, lifting – hoisting the trophy – um, and Golo Kanté mm-hmm. was the man, and if he can step it up um, in these big games, it's gonna be it's gonna be a and, lot of fun to
0: watch. And the last player to mention in this fixture is Vinicius Junior. That Ancelotti <laughs> he's doing bits with him, and Vinicius Junior has 38 games this season mm-hmm. and 31 goals and assists. Okay, it might be the best season. No, it might no. It's the best season ever of Vinicius Junior, and no doubt in my mind, he's one of the top under 21 ballers yeah. in the world. So he's got to prove himself at time against yeah.
1: Chelsea. Yeah. And you're right. Because this is all like, this is where it counts. Like this is where yeah. you absolutely need to have uh, the performance um, that he's been building up to all season. So it'll be interesting to see if, if he disappears or if he uh, if he is the new Vinicius we all think
0: he is under <laughs> Chelsea. and, and Chelsea's renowned for their fullbacks, like their fullback game is on point on the wings. Yeah. So defending like Vinicius Jr. is gonna have a huge test. But you mentioned fast Man City Atletico. Yeah. And I'm just gonna start by saying this, okay? Mm-hmm. Guardiola had some really interesting comments on Simeone, mm-hmm. and he said that he envies how good Atletico is in the counter-attack and i gotta say that is fucked okay yeah. the midfield of atletico is built for a atta- counter-attack coke sure. herrera rodrigo De Paul, mm-hmm. three players that can snatch the ball anytime and they conduct the ball phenomenally in midfield to get that last pass up forwards yeah. so what you think is gonna happen you think man city is gonna get this done
1: well you know i I think it's a whole lot harder than than we. I, I don't know. I mean, Simeone ball is back, right? Mm-hmm. And and they they've won six out of the last seven. There's still mm-hmm. two weeks until this fixture, so we know Atletico has like changed on a dime in terms of their form. They've gone into whatever, and they've but they've won six of their last seven, and they're they're unbeaten in seven. Um, so they dispatched United playing playing a, a brand of football that um was was not very fun to watch
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and then you add that to Joao Felix is is you know, I got to ask you I got to ask you before we mm. go on with this would you say Joao Felix is the most informed portuguese player right now
0: Jota and Joao Felix yeah. yeah I think those two I think Jota and Joao Felix okay. I'd say those two yeah, yeah. I'd okay. say those I have some bold mentions but those two like Joao Felix ridiculous and I'd got to say something too yeah. There's a player at Atletico that is extremely underrated. And he must be in the best signings last, uh, last winter. And that is Renildu. They got it for $3 million to Lille. And I'm watching Atletico play, and he's the best defender. He's the best defender. He's got motivation, aggression. Mm-hmm. He does it all on the field. He's like a proper Simeone style of play player. OK, he does what he's got to do and he gets it, He gets in the dirty and the dirty zone with that Simeone loves those tackles. Yeah. So I am. I think that sh- that signing of Reynildo did change uh, Atletico too. And obviously, like Jean-Félix up to pace now. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I think Man City is going to get this done, though. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's Guardiola can't let it go. I'm Guardiola can't. Yeah if it was peak atletico against peak city like no uh, peak atletico against this city team mm-hmm. i'd say peak atletico but since this is not the case right now i go city i go city i don't i go city
1: yeah i i, ah. I want, i want to you know it's march madness in the states right now it's college <laughs> basketball in the states where where upsets are absolutely everything you know you had a 15 seed mm-hmm. beating a two seed right march madness I really, really want to think that Atleti could could maybe get by Manchester City. But, but, no but eh, you know, even, that... even with that, it's just, mm. it's just you know, Pep, Pep is great with the mind games. And, and uh, while he was praising uh, Simeone for the ability to counterattack and to do this and do that, I believe in the same breath he was also saying, well, guess what? I can do that as well. Um, and <laughs> I, I honestly believe that, uh, yeah, Pep is going to have them ready to go all the way to the final. So yeah, I, I can't look beyond city in this one. And, um, but you right. I mean, Reynaldo was a great shout. I think Renan Lodi, uh, scoring his first champions league goal. Um, <laughs> still a young Brazilian fullback slash winger. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean, just thinking, just thinking about it. Diego Simeone could like literally be the conqueror of Manchester if he wants to be. Right? Whoa,
0: that, that, that is actually bold. Back-to-back? You can go with a back-to-back Champions League history here. But
1: yeah, that is true. That story, is true. I mean, and, you know, and even just, the, the, we don't need to go back and rehash what happened in that United game. Um, but I, I do think Atletico has more of a chance than most people are probably giving them. Um, mm-hmm. But I I, I, agree. I'm, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think Manchester City is going to get it done. But we got to go back. Who do you think mm. is going to get it done between Chelsea and Real Madrid? I, it's the one I'm doubtful for, but I'm going to lean on
0: Benzema Galacticos Real Madrid though, to get it done for the first time against Chelsea. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with Tuchel uh, Tactical Masterclass. Uh, and I, I think he's, he's got the upper hand on Ancelotti. Um <laughs> And I, I'm going to also uh, back my, uh, you know, Christian Pulisic in, in the knockout <laughs> stages. Is a different, he's a different Christian Pulisic. So uh, I'm going to say he's he's up to seven goals in the Champions League, which is the most mm-hmm. most by a lot uh, in U.S. men's national team um, history. But he's also got uh, the same amount as I believe a certain player that can barely see the field for Real Madrid that used to be a Chelsea legend. Who's that? Mm. Well,
0: who are we talking about?
1: Hazard. <laughs> Ha- Hazard, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, um, yes, Hazard, man, oh,
0: that's an interesting too for him, right? This, this leg, like like <laughs> playing against his former team, kind of like I think he's he hasn't had minutes, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm not very hopeful on him though. But you you go with Chelsea, I go I go Real. I All might right, be it,
1: wrong on this one. Here's the thing: the the winner of Chelsea Real Madrid plays the winner of Manchester City Atletico Madrid. Mm. So.
0: It's mm, then it's another production, <laughs>
1: but it's we have to good. see
0: then how close it is. But yeah, this, that's going to be two hard legs. No, so Bayern. we're leaning on Bayern.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right? I I mean, I believe it's trickier than people realize that Unai, Unai Emery has mm. them organized. Uh They've Eww. lost some weird ones to like Elche and, and Osasuna in La Liga, but they've also, mm-hmm. they've also fared very well, well against, you know, bigger, bigger teams. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, if Bayern's dropping seven on Salzburg, um, yeah, and scoring a bunch, I don't know. I don't know, man.
0: Well, last time Bayern Munich played Villarreal was in 2012, and yeah. we all know where Bayern Munich went. Okay, they went to the finals where yeah. they lost against Chelsea. Now, so
1: I. <laughs> well, there's a difference. Whoa. There's a difference between that fixture back then because when they played VRL back then, it was Tony Cruz, Ribery. Arian Robin. I think it was Mario Gomez up top. True, right? but Lewandowski now. Muller, no, 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 Kimmich. I, I get you, I get you, I get you.
0: I get you. But, but more
1: so if you compare them to Villarreal, right? Villarreal mm. had, I believe it was like Jonathan de Guzman, Marco Rubin. <laughs> Come on, now they've got hey, Gerard yeah, Moreno. Yeah. Now they've got Gerard Moreno. They've got Lucelso Celso mm-hmm. in there. They, they've got some guys that are very, very capable um, having themselves True. a game, but no, I, I cannot, they've got Pal Torres, they've I got guess. Rulli, uh, Geronimo Ruli, and goal has been phenomenal for them as of late. Um, mm-hmm. Jeremy Pino could, you know, I don't know, drop another four. No, I'm not going against <laughs> Byron in this at all. I'd be absolutely stupid to go against Byron against this. <laughs> I, I think Byron is making it through. Um, and I think it's going right. to be Byron Liverpool in the semis. <laughs>
0: There you go, and Paul Torgs. Like you mentioned him fast. Like mm-hmm. you, I think Paul Torgs is going to the Prem. Do you, do, you, do you agree with me? Yeah, probably. He has to go next.
1: Yeah. He's he's been. I feel like he's been rumored to be heading there for some time now. Wasn't he a big, mm-hmm. was he a big one when Arsenal was looking for a center back? Was he?
0: Okay. What, yeah, yeah. I would prefer Paul Torgs to Ben White. I yeah. agree with you. Like and Paul Torgs, <laughs> please again. I mention it. It has to McGuire put Paul Torgs at United. But Paul Torgs next to, next to Christian Romero. At yeah. Tottenham, that could happen. But yeah, excellent mention. Villarreal definitely got ballers in Unai Emery, clutchness in the knockout stages and everything. So, yeah, even with Juve, like Allegri saying that was the best, the best game that Juve played yeah. in the European competitions, and they lost three yeah. 0 Allegri needs to be needs to be shout out too. Like you can't be saying that, especially with the, how big Juve is. Oh, um, very old. Yeah, but
1: winning that game three zip. Very, I went yeah. game three. Vlahovic was nowhere to be found. Um, but excellent sub, yeah. Like, I, you know, I do have to bring up though, like mm. Alfonso Davies is back. I don't know if I said this mm-hmm. last week. I don't know if he's going to play a part at all in in the coming fixtures. Um, but it was Beautiful. absolutely wonderful to see him and his signature smile uh, mm-hmm. on the on the training pitch for Byron again. So hopefully, hopefully he gets some time. Hopefully he can play a role. Um, because mm-hmm. Bayern, yeah, I think Byron's going for this this title.
0: Yeah, they are. Because who they're going to get next? The winner of Benfica contra Liverpool. Yeah. And I just want to say this. I think Liverpool is going to go through comfortably. Okay. <laughs> I do think the game Nelouge is going to be really good to watch. Because mm-hmm. Benfica Stadium is not an easy stadium to play at. No? We all know. We all know uh, Bayern Munich a couple of years ago, like Talishka with a Mm worldie against Neuer, the vice immaculate So I believe there's going to be an excellent matchup, but Liverpool, come on. League Cup, done. FA Cup, still there. Uh, English Premier League, they're they're in the title race. Champions League, they're still there. Like Liverpool can win the quadruple with Klopp. And if that happens... I don't know what to say. I'll have to. I don't know. But Klopp is going 100% bold.
1: Yeah. So Yeah. Well, I've got some really interesting things to kind of bring up here. Um, It it sounds like you don't feel like Benfica has a chance. Um, Mm -hmm. But But, but back in 2006, I I am old enough. (laughs) I am much older than you are. And I am old enough to remember, I believe it was Simao. Right, yes, um, know, so yes, knocking them out, uh you know, I think they won what three zip on accuracy. 2 no, they won both legs, one at Anfield as well, and they also won their uh, Estadio Dalus um, leg uh in their most recent um meeting, I believe, so they've they've beaten Liverpool three out of the last four times, um, you know, obviously mm-hmm. Liverpool beat them big at Anfield in order to progress um most recently i think it was like 2010 the last time they played so those were different teams right now you're mm-hmm. talking about luis diaz from you know has played at porto you're you're talking hey. about jota played hey. at porto right so you're talking about some guys that are going to make this a little more of a rivalry hey. um 100%. yeah
0: like not so, silva against sporting type
1: beat like yeah. luis diaz and jota against liverpool
0: like that's a great mention man. Oh my
1: days. It, but I do remember oh. that go big. Um and mm-hmm. I remember wanting to play with Benfica on um Football Manager after that. Uh for for Spot. a little while.
0: Simao is uh, a proper legend and he was formed in Sporting Academy. Mm. He's one, one of those pl- one of those players and he and he is a proud Benfica legend. No, but like he made his career like big time his legacy at Benfica. Mm-hmm. And at Atletico de Madrid so yeah. I saw him in his late stages, but a player that we got to mention this time that's uh, is turning around for Befica yeah. is Darwin Nunes. Okay. And Darwin has four goals in the Champions League, two goals against Barcelona, one against Bayern Munich and the last one, the iconic goal against Ajax. Okay. Yeah. So Darwin has got all eyes on Darwin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Against Liverpool. Because yeah, I saw the price tag seventy-five million euros. I think Beffica can get that for him if he's got a successful uh, UCL campaign against Liverpool at the end. So yeah, let's see. It, hey,
1: and he—he's up to what? Twenty-six goals this season?
0: Yes, right. Yes, he and, is. you know, Twent- and, and, more than twenty in the league.
1: Right, and you know, twenty-six anywhere. Twenty-six anywhere is 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 definitely worthy of a shout. But uh, mm-hmm. he's feeling it, and I think he's obviously an X factor um, heading into this. But there's also some things, you know, on Liverpool's horizon that's that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Trent Alexander-Arnold has, uh, I believe, it's a hamstring injury. I don't know how mm-hmm. long he's out. Um, You'll be
0: back secondly, okay.
1: And he's definitely missing, you know, the the international break that's coming up, uh, mm-hmm. which is fine anyway. It was it's friendlies for them. But um, you also have hanging over your head Sadio Mane's future, what happens there? Mm-hmm. One, and also Mo Sal- Salah, yeah, Mo Salah's contract and whether or not that gets done. Mm-hmm. Do, do I think that that affects a, a professional like Salah? Probably not. But, um, mm-hmm. but it is, it is something, that in, um, something interesting to think about, one. And two, midweek, in between both of these legs, okay, mm. is Liverpool, Oh, yes. Manchester City. City. So, so you have to remember that the league is on the line. There's one point, right? The league is on the line, Premier League. And both of those teams are going to have to figure out how best to manage this situation uh, nestled right in between Champions League. So, Mm -hmm. wow, like that's that's kind of a lot. Now, I, I didn't look at Benfica's fixtures, but something tells me they probably don't have a derby. Heading into uh heading into
0: I think they have a big game close though. I okay. do think they have a big game close. But like they'll be focused on the champions league. Oh well, true, yeah. They've already sure lost the-, the Liga B win. Yeah, they- no, but and for the coach too, Nelson Vriesim, he came he came for us and he said Benfica is in the eight best teams in Europe and yeah. can't go against that because yes, they're next to the to those eight teams. But something that you mentioned there with substitutions and team management with Liverpool, mm-hmm. excellent. That they're going to play City I almost forgot about that And I have to say It was the first time Watching Liverpool In a long time That I was watching Against Arsenal (laughs) Live on Twitch Go subscribe to our Twitch um, FC (laughs) Wunderkid And It was like I remember There was the substitution Of like Leaving uh, Luis Diaz And putting on Like It was Luis Diaz and Jota And putting on Firmino And Salah Mm -hmm. I was like Thinking to myself this is the first time I properly feel that Liverpool have proper manpower and the bench, like yeah. on the bench Firmino and Salah coming to that second half. They destroyed Arsenal and they got the second goal fast yeah. with a pressure moment. So I, I'm, I'm edging with Liverpool more and more Breton now. I'm Are edging yeah. with Liverpool and Ruben, yeah. people don't talk about this and maybe I'm Portuguese biased, but Ruben Dias <laughs> is a massive leader for for Man City. I might compare Rubandier to company, Vincent Company, nowadays at Man City at the back. Yeah. Because we can't forget how the defense was before he arrived. So him not being there, watch out.
1: Watch out.
0: So that's not the same.
1: That, that that means if you think Liverpool is going through it's gonna be Liverpool, Bayern, Semi, and um, you believe Real Madrid, uh, Manchester City, Semi, which means your final, your final is going to be.
0: I, I am, I, I I still can't tell you, man. (laughs) I still, I need to see closer to the, to the games, but I think Liverpool
1: is going to be in my final. Yes. All right.
0: Well, we want to hear
1: all the, we want to hear what everyone else thinks, right? What do you think the final is going to be? Who's going to be the winners here? And, uh,
0: I don't Tell know. us your predictions, guys, in the comments section on YouTube, okay? Feel free. Go bold. Like, say who's going to win this leg, this leg. Who's going to be the best player? And
1: uh, Do you want to announce fast Europa League? Yeah, we can go fast the Europa League. But I do have to, do have to mm-hmm. just say one more thing about the Champions League. Um, we, it feels like it's been a long time since that ridiculous Champions League draw. Remember that? Mm. Remember when Which they had one? to redo it over again because they had the glitch? <laughs> And all that, and like Atletico Madrid wanted Manchester United because they knew that they'd kick, kick him out. And yeah, um, it, it it is just funny that we've we've already put that in the past and forgotten about it.
0: Um, like, uh, yeah, that's it's yeah, it's it's massive. Man. It's massive. <laughs> all right, Europa it's, it's, League it's, it's draw. Yeah, yeah, Europa League draw. So <laughs> let's go with it. And first game that for me is gonna be a cracking game. Okay, Kay. I really don't know who's gonna win. It's Leipzig at Atlanta. I just yeah. know one thing about this. Yeah. Mm, loads of goals. Yeah. Loads of goals and high pressure the whole game for both teams. Which so. virtually
1: I mean. guarantees it's going to be a scoreless stalemate. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, come on. Christopher Onkunku, Andre Silva, motivated. Uh, Malinovsky mm-hmm. is is playing out of his mind for Atalanta right now. Uh, Luis Muriel is playing out of his mind for Atalanta. Uh, Coop Miners, who I love mm-hmm. for Azad Alkmaar. Uh, is really starting to pull the strings for Atalanta too so you're absolutely right like this is if Liverpool uh, I'm sorry if uh, Real Madrid Chelsea was the juicy one in the Champions League draw this is the juicy one in the Europa League draw for sure uh, it's,
0: it's, it's de- yeah definitely definitely I agree with you I agree goals 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 yeah. so who do you
1: think is going to pass I I believe I believe Atalanta <laughs> wins
0: I'm, I'm going on.
1: are you <laughs> you know i'm going leipzig i
0: believe it in kunko yeah <laughs> I believe yeah man. but interesting okay okay so let's go here with one that i think we both have the same winner that's okay. frankfurt barcelona yeah okay i think we have barcelona going
1: through right <laughs> yeah. yeah i i think this is going to be harder than you think um mm. really kostic and and uh, kamada uh, Jesper Lindstrom has been informed for them. I, I know that when you compare that to what Barcelona has been doing these days and the can of, as they say in the States, the can of whoop-ass um, mm. that Barcelona opened up on uh, Galatasaray in that second leg. Um, yeah, it's hard to see my way past Barcelona here. Um, but I think Frankfurt's a harder, definitely a harder um, opponent than than most people think. And they, they dispatched uh, Betis. You know, they dispatched Real Betis, right. Pellegrini um previous to this
0: so not easy not easy <laughs> but the great, great mention like pellegrini fakir was doing bits that game mm-hmm. like so like yeah great great mention frankfurt yeah. watch out people yes barcelona yeah. fans they'll they'll have a couple of heart attacks in that game yeah, but gavi, I agree yeah. With you. gavi
1: in that game um pedri. Pedri, i'm sorry Pet, is it pedri, pedri. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pedri, He was yeah, don't worry. a
1: freaking masterclass uh in that Galatasaray Shh. game and- Hey,
0: yeah, Jesus, man. Oh, but I'll mention more about Pedri in the wonder kids but like hey, yeah, that goal, yeah, you're you're go- you're, go- you're going to the right spot. Yeah. Oh my days. Unbelievable. So, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. West Ham O.L. Leon? i am going to go with West Ham. I really believe West Ham can do something amazing in Europa League. I believe in it. Yeah. I believe in the whole atmosphere. And that second goal, okay? Yep. I believe in them. I believe in them.
1: I mean, and, and who they vanquished, right? Who they beat. Uh, the perennial Europa League champions, right? Sevilla. Um, exactly. And, and to beat them to zip. And, you know, Declan Rice is as confident as confident could be on Twitter. Um, uh, but it's it's another thing to beat a Lyon team that obviously has some pieces, some good pieces. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just don't think that they, they they have the firepower to get past uh, a pretty organized um, West Ham
0: team. Um, I agree. Paqueta can't, yeah. Paqueta can't do everything. Paketa can't do everything. So yeah. let's go. West Ham goes through. You agree. Mm-hmm. Now, the last one is for me, the special one. I'm going to yeah. be watching this. And it's Braga versus Rangers. Yeah. Okay. I am going to go with Braga because, no. yeah, I got to believe in my people. And they yeah. did a pretty good job yeah. against Monaco. So... Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to lean up with Braga.
1: But Who yeah, has been uh, their studs so far? Um,
0: Ricardo Horta. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah. David Carmo back from injury. Mm-hmm. He's doing good. Abel Ruiz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah. After that Trincão deal, like Abel Ruiz comes to Braga and he's doing bits. Yeah. So, and for me, the player that for me is a cheap beast in any team in the world should be looking at him. Yes. I am saying every team no, he's not, like, he's a, he can be a role player for a top team. Okay. Al Musgati, okay? Top, top six. Watch out at Braga. If it's not going to be a Portuguese giant getting him, mm-hmm. someone will. Al Musgati at Braga, midfielder people. Watch out. Well, really.
1: Here's, here's what it comes down to. Rangers, Braga, mm. Lyon, or West Ham are going to the Europa League final. Right? <laughs> Uh, because yes. the winner of Frankfurt Barcelona has the winner of RB Leipzig Atalanta, so you've got oh, yeah, most of the firepower on one side. Um, in terms of you know attacking power, people you know squads that people actually want to watch. I mean Braga mm-hmm. Braga has looked good when they are on form, and they are on form. So um, I, I I think I'm going to agree with you, even though even though Rangers is is you know. But I go West Ham. Like yeah. you're making me think
0: now about like the next games. Isn't <laughs> but like you're, you're you're hinting to a West Ham Barcelona final, aren't you? I I,
1: like... might, I might be. I might be. <laughs> and if it's not that, it's West Ham Atalanta. And these are just. <clears throat> I I think it's about time. And I don't know if it's mm. going to happen. But I think it's about time that Atalanta deserves to lift a trophy. Okay. I yeah. mean, what they have done with their. Um, you know, they're not seen as one of the top squads in Syria, A, mm-hmm. even though that they, they have outperformed. Uh, they have this attacking philosophy that has been just intoxicating to watch over the past, mm-hmm. how many years now? And I think it is about time that Atalanta gets it done. And I wish they had an easier route there, but they don't. They have the hardest route to get to that final. But I'm going to be rooting for Atalanta mm-hmm. to win this whole thing. Uh, that's that's mm-hmm. I, am. I am, because I think it's about time that they get their, their first trophy before before Red Bull Leipzig. I put my favorite, you know, I put my favoritism hat on and it's going to be for Atalanta. The issue here is that they have the hardest route there. Um, but uh, yeah, if they get to, if they get to where they need to play West Ham Rangers, Braga or Leon in the final, I think they can get it done. It's just, how do you get through probably I, Barcelona and then I, RB Leipzig first. So anyway, back to Rangers Braga. Um, I do think Braga is going to win this. Um, I don't think Rangers are going to be able to, to handle it. And, uh, and we'll see. We'll
0: see. We'll see. So I'm going with Braga too. So
1: people, uh, Europa League
0: done. Now put down below your predictions, okay, for the Europa League. We've
1: set our own. And please go bold with them.
0: So you, I know you wanted to mention Fast Conference League. Just really so. quick,
1: we we don't need to do predictions, but the the Conference League draw is AS Roma is playing Bodo Glimt. And anyone that actually paid attention to the, the Europa Conference League previously uh, knows that Bodo Glimt at one point beat AS Roma. Yes, Jose Mourinho's mm-hmm. AS Roma, six to one. Okay, so that's going to be interesting. And uh, Eric Bothheim
0: had a really good game, right? Yes,
1: Eric Bothheim is uh, great. Uh, they've since lost, I think, post this, they lost one of their best players, Patrick Berg. Um, so I don't know if it's the same Bodo but obviously Boto Glimp has gotten here, um, and they have continued to take that next man up approach, but I do think that AS Roma will get it done this time around. Uh, you have Marse- Marseille, uh, P-A-O-K, how do you say You just say Payok, right, don't you?
0: Um, Palk, Palk, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's where Christos uh, Zolis came from. So I don't know much about that team. Please, any Greek followers, uh, let us know. But we do know Marseille very well. And Mm -hmm. Matteo Guendozi is playing very well. Just got a call up to the French national team. Um, What's-his-name is Timeless. Um, The hell's his name?
0: Oh, I know they got... uh
1: who played for yes thank you yes who played for West Ham right for a while and didn't do a yep. lot so hot but um yeah he's he's been on fire for Marseille you got Saliba mm-hmm. you've got Conrad on the wing no they have other players that are <laughs> uh, gangbusters for them so I believe Marseille will get through Feyenoord mm-hmm. Slavia Praha um, Slavia mm-hmm. Praha is is continuing to do really well just like they did last year. Uh, but Feyenoord, I think, is going to get it done. And then the one I really wanted to uh, talk about is is Leicester PSV Eindhoven, right? You got Cody Gakpo, you got Noni Madueke back. Um, you on the other side, you've got Wesley Fofana back mm-hmm. for Leicester City. Okay, played his first game. We'll talk about him later. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is back from his injury. And you've also got you don't you still don't have Jamie Vardy back, but uh, Leicester City is is another one um, to watch. That's the one I really like. Leicester, PSV Eindhoven.
0: So Leicester might win it all. I, I I'll lean up with Leicester for it to win it all. Okay. I, I believe they can get it. I can believe the aroma c- Roma. Okay. What a Roma! Yeah,
1: <laughs> Let's I, I go think, with it. I think Marseille. I am gonna go with Marseille on this. Okay. So people, put down below your
0: predictions. Okay. For who's gonna win the Conference League 2. Yeah. So go bold. Uh, go bold with that one too. So. Let's go now okay, oh with the big boy topic for me. And it is the World Cup qualifiers.
1: Hey. And will we start with Portugal? Yeah, we can start with Portugal. This is not a big boy topic, though. It, this is not exclusive to you. This is a very big boy topic for me, too. We are not, we are not out of the woods yet. We are not in this World Cup yet. <laughs> and I am uh, incredibly worried. But let's start with you because you are worried as well um, and uh, and rightfully so for all of us so um, I'm, I'm i got to ask who do you think who do you think uh, he's going to line up who's going to be Oh the my
0: opponent? days. that's the first thing man if you see like who he <laughs> selected first things first Jose Sa ain't present <laughs> Jose Sa is one of the best keepers in the Premier League and yeah. Fernando Sanchez has the audacity not to even select him. That is the first thing. Anthony Lopes was selected ahead of Jose Was there ah. a reason? Was there a reason what? why that he gave or not? Honestly, for, no, he didn't give any reason. But Brat. Fernando Sanchez basically <laughs> selected whoever he knew best. So if you link up the best with Fernando, You are selected for Portugal, okay? Because Otavio, this for me is the one that got me the math. Got me going bold here, okay? Going crazy. Otavio, okay, which became Portuguese. Mm -hmm. Brazilian became Portuguese. Otavio was selected for Portugal. And Vitinha won the best player of the month three times in the Portuguese league and he's not even selected and he goes to the under 21. And Otavio, which just became Portuguese, is selected for Portugal. What is this blasphemy? What is this blasphemy, okay? Not to select Vitinha, not to select Jose... And this is the worst one. This is the worst one. He selected William ahead of Palinha. He selected, he didn't select Palinha. He selected William ahead of Palinha. And even worse, he could have selected 26 people. He selected 25 Fernandes Sánchez. Por quê? Por quê? Ricardo Horta doesn't deserve to get a Portuguese call up? Yeah. He,
1: why? José
0: Sá? Perform-
1: who knows? Maybe he'll surprise, surprise you. He'll fill out that last one over the next couple of days. days. We don't wow. have Gnats. We have no Gnats. Yeah. We have
0: no Concil for yeah. the match against Turkey. And we have no Ruben Dias. No Ruben Dias. For, Thank God he selected Gonzalo Inacio. Right. That is the only hope I got with that selection. It was like, oh, Gonzalo Inacio, oh my days. But yes, you asked me what was the team that Fernando is going to play. Mm-hmm. And can I do the team that he's going to play in the yeah. team I'd play? Yes. Okay. Okay. Whew, that puts me a bit.
1: Because people need to believe in us Fired a bit, man. Up. Fired, Fired you up. Yeah. But when all is said and done, let me let me get this straight. Okay. You still believe Portugal will get it done against Turkey. Even with his, I gotta, I got I got hope, I gotta hope, Breton, I gotta say yes, man, yeah. with Boy Krish. I can't, The last, I the last
0: World Cup of Christian Ronald yeah. might be mandatory in 2026 in the U.S. Right. because he doesn't go to this one, maybe, <laughs> and that can't happen. But okay, let's let's go with the lineups. So, I believe Fernand Sench is gonna play with Patricio. Okay, Nun Minch at the left. Okay, Pep. Jose Font, he's going to put Cedric at the right, I think. Because, yeah, no conceal. Then the three in midfield. Oh, my days. William, Danilo, and Motinho. <laughs> I believe he's going to go, this is not bold, crazy with this midfield. And forwards, Jota, Bernard Silva, and Ronaldo. I believe this is going to be the team. Now, my team of Portugal with the same 4-3-3. Okay. okay, I'd go with Patricio at the goalie, mm-hmm. Nunes at the left, Pep, Gonçalo Inacio, and at the right, Diogo Daló. Then the three in midfield, I'd go with Danilo, because he was selected, mm-hmm. Mateus Nunes, and Bernard Silva in midfield. Then the three up front, João Félix at the right wing, Ronald forwards, and at the left, Diogo Jota. We have to. Brun Fernandes doesn't play at the same level. Well, at United, he isn't at a big level, too. Right. But for me, João Felix could be surprising enough at that right wing slot coming in the middle. If they have everything well positioned, I really believe Felix can shock the world against Turkey and Italy. So, yeah, that's my team, man. Yeah, that's no, my I team.
1: That so, I guess we... No, Khnat.
0: I put Khnat. I'd put Gnat, but Matuidi Nunch, there's no Gnat, so Matuidi Nunch, box to box player.
1: I put him. Yeah, so th- this is a um, this is a one off game, right? Yeah, it's not a one point, right? It's a one off. So th- it's, it's 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 paramount he gets it right. Um, so, you know, I do think it, not to play devil's advocate here, but I do I do think that uh, Fernan- Fernando Sanchez- Santos's um, mm-hmm. midfield could actually blunt the Turkish attack.
0: Yeah. <laughs> think so? No, I don't believe because you remember how we started against Hungary. Yeah, we played with Danilo and William in that first game. I think it was Motinho, too. Yeah. I'm not sure, but uh, and he, then he changed it not to Ruben straight away. Look, uh, Bretton, I'll be honest with you if we go with William and Danilo, everyone on live stream, like put it on FC Wonder Kid Twitch, I'll be going absolutely nuts, man, <laughs> because that is indicating. That we're giving the game to Turkey. Yeah. And, w- and both games of Portugal, we are playing in Portugal. Yeah, okay, the tickets are all have all been sold out for months. Months. Okay, so the anticipation. Oh my <laughs> days. So people tell us in the comment section who do you think Portugal is gonna play with? Uh who do you think is gonna shine? Are we gonna go through? Yeah. And yeah man yeah, you yeah. have the
1: qualification on your side i want to know we, so we, we we do but you know before we get there i, I gotta bring up turkey because um mm. th- some of their pieces have been in very good form as of late so it'll be interesting oh, really? to see if that translates over i mean zengi zunder has been been informed Ish- for say uh yaziki yaziki has been um not that i really want to talk about any yes. russian teams but he's been playing very very well for cska moscow um, Demerol, Marie Demerol had a phenomenal game the other day. Um, so it, it's going to be, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I, I share your sentiment that they will get through Turkey. Um, it's more so, it's more so the Italians in the final, um, that are going to be really interesting, but we can go on to that after we, um, it's just amazing to me. I was looking at your roster construction and I see like a 39 year old Pep, 38 year old Jose Font. Uh, and then a Good. 20-year-old Gonzalo Inacio, and you're like, there's nobody Thank in God. there that has figured out a way to to become as relevant. Obviously, Ruben Diaz, but there's nobody um, in there as, that has found a way to become as relevant as a 39-year-old Pep and a 38-year-old Jose Font, right? It's
0: like, there is like Fabio Cardoso at Porto okay. that could get a shot, but yeah, it's sad. I get you, Bruton. It, uh, Font, Font was a late bloomer, though. Like Font, yeah. was, all of a sudden, for all Portuguese people, they're like, Who's this baller at Southampton, man? A leader. Yeah. Nobody's mentioning him. Like, <laughs> like so. He grew with Southampton. So and then but, winning with, yeah. Lille, right? Winning with Leo.
1: Um. Well,
0: and you know, but yeah, and I he's think very smart.
1: L- luckily your jitteriness—I don't think that's a word—but you know, your your worries, your nerves, um, made made me calm down a little bit because yes, I, I am very nervous about what's to come. Uh, the U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, we are not yet out of the woods when it comes to this. We all remember how almost well, however many years ago that was now, um, getting ready for World Cup 2018. It was a 97% chance that we would wind up on our way to the World Cup in 2018. All we needed to do was go down to Trinidad and Tobago, dead last dead last in qualification at that time. Um, and all we needed to do was not lose. And then we needed other teams, even if we did lose, we needed other teams not to win, okay? So th- all these different things had to happen. And, and, you know, it was a 3% chance that we weren't going to, um, you know, the World Cup. And mm-hmm. guess what? It, it all happened. I, I still all remember, right. ingrained in my brain, Christian Pulisic, the picture of him slumped over, crying, uh, you know, at midfield um, in, in Kuva, Trinidad, Tobago, um, and there you go. And obviously, if that didn't happen, you wouldn't have this, um, this no. uh, attachment to this. I don't, I don't think it's um, not unfair to say that this is a golden generation that is brewing right now for the United States. We'll see mm-hmm. if they don't get to a World Cup. That's a completely different story. But here's where it stands with the U.S. Okay, They have to go into Mexico. They mm-hmm. A place that they've never won before with World Cup qualifying. They have to go to Estadio Azteca and they have to do it knowing that the most crucial fixture three days later is a home match against Panama. Okay? So they're likely not going to field an A squad, their best squad, at Estadio Azteca. And if you mm-hmm. get railroaded, okay, in Estadio Azteca, what does that do for your morale heading into Panama where you absolutely need Three points because Panama is, you know, nipping at the heels of both the US and Mexico. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, really, what it comes down to is we absolutely need a point from either Estadio Azteca, Mexico, Mm -hmm. or Costa Rica in Costa Rica, another place that the US men's national team in World Cup qualifying has never won. Okay. They've gotten points, but they've never won. Now, factor in that we're doing it without Serginho Dest just injured in that Galatasaray game, okay? We're doing it without Weston McKenney metatarsal, broken. We might be doing it, and I just saw, I hope it's not true, but I just saw that Brendan Aronson might be out, but we'll see. Hopefully I'm wrong about that. I haven't looked up on Twitter, so don't, don't roast me. Um, but we do have a Gio Reyna back, who, we, you know, he did deliver true. that nice assist. We have Christian Pulisic back in some semblance of form, good form. Mm-hmm. Um, but they need to show up. It, this is all about whether or not you know we stunt this growth that's happening in this country, um, mm-hmm. or or we we put up or shut up. Right? We get it done, and I'm I'm worried too. Uh, but all all you all can do so is man. be hopeful. And right now, you, you sharing your pain with Fernando Santos is exactly how I feel about Greg Berhalter when you look at his roster construction. There are players that we all know uh, probably based on talent should not be there. Okay. Exactly. Based on familiarity with the head coach apps. They're, they're Greg's buddies, right? Christian rolled and, and nothing against him as an MLS player. He's phenomenal, but Christian rolled on and you've got a uh, Kellen. Well, Kellen Acosta probably is going to play a big role for us. So there's, there's those players. I feel that, and uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, Fernando Santos has obviously shown that he could win before. Greg Berhalter, okay, he's won some things for us. He won the gold cup. As, won as the, he gold said, cup. Won the gold the, cup, won the gold cup
0: with the, with the bench, with yep. the bench supposedly with Matt Turner doing amazingly. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, who do you think is going to be the best U.S. player, U.S. man national team player?
1: Pepe, Pepe can shock the world.
0: No. It's got, the eyeballs are gonna be looking.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's gonna want it because his his um his time at Augsburg since making that twenty million dollar mm-hmm. move uh has not been very good so far. And he's, he's yet to score a goal, so I think he wants it. But no, I mean we know who it has to be. It has to be Christian <laughs> It Has to be Christian yeah, it has to be Captain America himself. <laughs> and if it's not him LeBron James,
0: it, the soccer. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> uh if it's not him, it has to be Eunice Musa. Yunus Musa oh. is one of the biggest players for me because I believe he's filling Weston McKenney's shoes. And I think he has the talent to do it. Um, but this is when you big, start to think these are a bunch big. of nineteen year olds and twenty year olds and twenty one year olds, you know?
0: Like But that's what you gotta go with, Bretson. Like be built for the rebuild and twenty twenty six is coming and I think you guys can definitely go oh. out of the knockouts the group stages. Yeah with the development of these players. So tell us down below, who do you think is gonna line up with the US? How is it gonna go? And yeah, you said a lot of players that have good relationships with the manager and all that. Yeah. I was thinking, who has good relationships with Southgate? It must be Maguire, right? Cause Maguire got selected ahead of one of the best center backs in Serie A yep. in the last 18 months. Mm-hmm. And that was Fakai Tomori, Got, didn't get selected and Maguire did. Yeah. Explanation time, Southgate. I'm not even going to go against Mark Gahey because yeah. for me, deserved excellent, excellent a campaign he's doing with Crystal Palace. Sure. Uh, but Maguire and Luke Shaw. Yeah,
1: Connor I, Cody. I mean, th- th- he's, he's been great for Wolves, but come on, Fakaya Tamori has done absolute wonders for AC Milan, a team that is on top pretty much against all odds, right? Yes, They're on top yes. of Syria right now Um okay. by three points. He absolutely deserves to be in that squad. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about friendlies, right? Mm-hmm. We're not talking about qualifi- qualifiers. We're talking about friendlies. So I agree with you. Tomori should look 100% be there. I- I'm going to go bold and say,
0: like, for me, Dan Byrne maybe deserves more than Maguire and England call up for friendlies. Okay? For friendlies. Like you just said – because yeah, he's doing bets at Newcastle, yeah. so it's I agree with you. Because yeah, friendlies, there's no explanation for this. And look, yeah. I I do think Trent is injured, yeah. but do you know what I'm saying? There's a bit of speculation about how how bad is the injury and is it like? Look, we don't need you don't need to play those games at link at, for England. So you think, you think
1: it's Klopp tactics. Hey Trent, uh, I'm speculating here, perfect. but. Your hammy's hurting. You're not going to. We all
0: remember that Southgate didn't select him a couple of months ago. So, like, there's clear preferences on Southgate's mind for the right back spot with players. But uh, Kyle Walker not being selected makes an excellent stat for every Arsenal fan to brag. Okay, Uh that Arsenal right now is the team with the most England national team players. Okay, Arsenal with four ramsdale man like ramsdale and
1: i'm gonna ask you this will he start ahead of pickford probably not i think also ramsdale just picked up an injury yeah what yeah <laughs> i think he picked up an injury i don't i don't think he's going to be playing for that i could be wrong um i i didn't i didn't double check on that um and i know i know that got me in trouble the other that must have been like right? an hour ago yeah, uh, because... I, I think uh, Ramsdale uh, might not be in because Leno started the other day, no?
0: No, but that was... that was Yeah, that's that's all, that's all management. That's all, that's all management.
1: All right, well, then, yes. If Ramsdale's healthy, he should get a start.
0: I agree. For me, Ramsdale should start ahead of Pickford, no doubt. And, yeah, the other question I have is Harry Kane, no doubt, is the player who starts always for England, as he should. Yeah, But... Should Tammy Abraham maybe get a shot to start ahead of Kane, of Kane?
1: Yeah, I mean, based on what he's doing in Syria, but it, it, it's, it's pretty clear that there's no Syria love uh, when it comes <laughs> to these Englishmen um, <laughs> the doing, doing bits in Syria. So I, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure Harry Kane will get the start and Tammy Abraham will get 20 junk minutes to score. And Tammy's t- I mean, got like 38 games. 21
0: goals, four assists, and he's the top score, top goal scorer in the conference league with seven goals. So I mean, the stats are with Tommy. So yeah. is there any player you think is going to get a, it's going to be a surprise starter for England?
1: Bukayo Saka. I mean, I, I'm wearing the Arsenal Jersey <laughs> part of a maya culpa type of thing. You know, remember when we called their death and Mikel Arteta oh. out on oh. stuff. Uh, but mm-hmm. Bukayo Saka is back to being Mr. Lightning Bolt. Um, for them, yeah. he scored the goal the other day uh, for I mean I, I hope he gets a start um, in both games. I, I hope he gets a chance to show it might even be it right back. <laughs> who the hell knows um, but but I really do hope Saka is uh, gets his chance. I hope Connor Gallagher gets gets a, a couple more minutes mm. this time around too.
0: Mm. I, I, I'll go with Jude Bellingham, so yeah. I'd like Jude to go ahead with his development. Yeah. and yeah, the both wings, I'd love to see Foden. And the other wing with Saka. So yeah. yeah, tell us yeah. down below, yo. And uh, we have to. T- oh, sorry, I forgot. Yeah. No Sancho, no Sancho. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, for England. So that 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 was like crazy. So Rashford is understandable, okay. But yeah. Sancho ain't being picked for England.
1: Jeez. And I'm not. I was
0: I was a bit like Jack Grealish. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Smith Rowe's in there, right? Uh, Smith Rowe? Yes.
0: Okay. Smith Rowe is. Yeah. I, I I think he should be. I yeah. think he should be.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, but I, but. Know, right. I mean, Phil Foden, uh, just watching some of these guys, it's going to give us a little bit of a glimpse into the, into the, huh? Nine yeah. months into the future, eight months into the future. Um, when we are starting the world cup, um, Mount. but I'll tell oh, you what, my. yeah, Mount, uh, but I, I'll Where tell you what—we we probably got to go back if we're going to talk about you know international friendlies before we snap back to World Cup qualifiers. Mm-hmm. French national team. Let's talk about that for a second, right? <laughs> what it takes. This is this is what it took Christopher Konkou to get his first call up. Yeah, okay, you ready for this? Twenty yes. goals, 15 assists. He needed 41 goal involvements before he was called up, right? And he better—he better, oh better get—he better get his deserved time. Okay, it's a friendly. A couple friendlies. He's got seven goals in six Champions League games. Um, they're still in it. They got the Europa League. Um, but I. it's just amazing to me. It shows you the depth of talent. But it also shows you it's it's tough. Roster construction for a French team is really tough because of the depth mm. of talent. And it doesn't guarantee mm. that they're going to be 100% themselves. Uh, just, you know, talk about Bruno. I, you were talking about Bruno Fernandes for, uh, for Portugal. Oh. He's not the same player. Um, but Christopher and Kungu, uh, I just love love seeing that Gwendozi getting his call up uh, could build on his first cap. Um, I think that's deserved as well. And then what warmed my heart was watching that video of uh, Len uh, racing racing Len, I think, is what, a League One team uh, journeyman left back uh, Jonathan Klaus. Uh, he's not well known unless you've been watching League One this past year, uh, but he gets his first. Les Bleus call-up at the age of 29. Um, and it was, it was cool to see that. So a, a wonder kid in cap form, not <laughs> an actual, not in age form. But it, it just cool to see.
0: Um, Great show. And I think, too, just adding to what you said, I think in the top four goal involvements in the world, yeah. three are French. I think Benzema, Mbappé, and Nkunku are in the top four, like the three of them. Or ahead. So it's like, yeah, it's you mentioned how depth how difficult it is. Yeah. That's the level for a player like Nkunku that yeah, needs to show up I mean, he's, during a season.
1: He deserves more he's solid on set pieces. I mean, there's mm-hmm. I'd like to see him play I would love to see him play into a role um for that World Cup. Um, but,
0: but he's going to leave, he's going to leave before the, I think September, October hits, people are going to be talking a bunch more about Nkunku because Nkunku is going to leave RB Leipzig and he'll be heading somewhere. He'll be more respected. I'd say (laughs) even Newcastle should be in the race for him. But, uh, but yes, you mentioned world cup qualifiers. Where
1: would you like to end up with this? Well, you know, if you make it through Turkey, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to have to be looking at an Italy that, okay, it's not exactly surprising, but it's an Italy that is without Balotelli. Okay. Good team. But but you know what was baffling to me? I was going through their, their roster construction and, and obviously like, okay, they're midfield. Absolutely world-class, right? Nico Barella, Marco Verratti, Jorginho, Locatelli, Tonali, all called up. Okay. I don't know how you pick three to put on the field. Uh, that's a different story, right? Merati. But, but yeah, that has to be on the field. But looking at this, okay, one, one thing really surprised me. How, you know, what do you think the all-time leading scorer for the Azuri is? How many goals do you think they have?
0: Who do, who, I'd say 40.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, that's actually a pretty good guess. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was really surprised. But, it, you know, I get it that there's never been, like, long term. There hasn't been Cristiano Ronaldo. For True, exactly that, exactly and that's so... <laughs> 35 goals you were very close, okay. and and this is by a guy named Gigi Riva who uh played back in the 60s and the 70s. And we have to think about it because you had, let's see, you had Alessandro Del Piero, you had Roberto Baggio, oh. you had Sim- uh, Simone Inzaghi. you had uh Vieri come through as strikers, hell, even Luca Toni, right? Dotti. You, Dotti. yeah, Totti. You had all these guys come through, and none of them even broke 30. None of them. Mm -hmm. And that's just really surprising to me. But it makes sense because it feels like Italy has always just had that world-class midfield. They build out of that midfield. They get a lot of goals from their central defenders. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just was pretty pretty surprised about that. So when it comes down to it, um, I don't think it's going to be a zero, a Mobley, um, you know, uh, last Macedonia minute winner versus North Macedonia or versus Portugal in the final, maybe um, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be, you've got to find a way to break that midfield down and make sure that that midfield does not uh, take over a fixture. Uh, but really interesting to, to walk in. Yeah. We won't
0: go break that midfield with the Nelu and William, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's why we need a guy like Felix. Yeah. And, I, I, and that's what I mean. Like, when I mentioned Bernard Silva in midfield, mm-hmm. like, I saw an interview, Jean Trelian, which was um, a coach of Bernard Silva Benfica youngsters. Mm-hmm. And he said, Bernardo is a born midfielder, but people just don't can't admit it because of his size. He is a leader on the pitch. He's not afraid to go to the tackle. He's extremely intelligent on when to be. Mm-hmm. Like, he's really a proper,
1: good midfielder. So, mm. yeah, I have to put my respects on that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but, other World Cup qualifiers, man. I, I got to bring mm-hmm. up this because I think you'll like it. Um, Sweden is going to be taking on the Czech Republic. Okay, mm-hmm. Czech Republic. We know Adam Hozek is one that we really like, uh, but
0: Ilunga. Ilunga got his first call up for for England for Sweden. Yeah,
1: exactly, <laughs> for Sweden, exactly. So. And that's where I was going. And and this is this is a guy that's been that's so singled good. out for praise by Cristiano Ronaldo. He's been singled out for praise by Ralph Rangnick. He's been singled mm-hmm. out for praise by. You know Dwight York, who I think did like one-on-one training sessions with him back in the day, um, and he's interacting obviously with Ronaldo and and soaking up uh, the the knowledge with a sponge. Hopefully, uh, but what I really like about it and why I think Sweden will get through the Czech Republic is because you mm. put him in there, you put him maybe as a late sub or something like that. Just his work rate, his determination. He's probably one of the few bright spots um, of watching Manchester United right now. At least their future. Um Agreed. And that inclusion, it, it was nice that they did that because you're you're putting him in with some pretty like it's a pretty good attack for Sweden, mm-hmm. right? You've got Izak, who's not like fully informed, but he's okay. Mm-hmm. Emil Forsberg, you've got you know some really cool. Who is this? who who does pretty well in Russia. Um, you've Um uh, so th- it's it's pretty mm-hmm. good that he's gotten this in such a big big World Cup qualifying campaign. Um, and then, we all know. Yeah,
0: sorry. We all know Isaac for Sweden is built different. True,
1: <laughs> True. It's not the same. <laughs> True, but Czech Republic, that's going to be a tough. That's going to be tough for them. Uh, but mm-hmm. they also have another guy that gets added to that mix, which we don't mention often. And I actually saw on TikTok a lot of people commenting this guy's name, and rightfully so, mm. as uh, Azed Alkmars um, Jesper Carlson. He's got yes. up to 17 goals, nine assists this season. Um, one of the top scorers in the year, Eerdivizi, and he still has not scored his first goal for Sweden, but he's he's included, and um, that attack force is going to be interesting. Um, Great so I, call up. I, I'm calling Great. Sweden to to get it done uh, in the coming days. Uh, and I agree. We'll see. We'll see.
0: I agree with you. I think they'll beat Czech Republic, and then, well, I think it's Poland, and yeah, I think they'll think they'll get – well, it's difficult. Lewandowski has a lot to – we might – yeah, but that's going to be hard. That's going to be a hard game. But And then we have Wales-Austria, which <laughs> I think Wales Wales is going to get it done with Gareth Bale <laughs> needing to go to the World Cup too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, mean, I believe Gareth in Bale
1: that. is going to do Gareth Bale things, which he's not currently <laughs> doing for Real Madrid. Uh, I mean, hey, remember when I was touting a certain big man for Austria? who seems mm. to perform
0: yes, he's yes, been here yes. for a long yes.
1: period of time, but Sasha, Sasha Klogic is back and I think <laughs> he's on the roster. Um, so watch that name, watch
0: that name. Oh, you really love him. You love him. So I, people, I,
1: uh, any world
0: cup pre- uh, qualifiers predictions that you have lineups, anything that you think you'd add up to FC water kit, please put down below in the comment section. Okay. Get that yes. knowledge. We love to know what you guys know. So, Last topics now is news in general, wonder Kids and the news. <laughs> so starting up, I have to say, okay, watching the Juve game, how disappointing like Hugani and the elite were. Mm-hmm. I w- like, I'm seeing news about Rudiger now going to the Vella Signora, mm-hmm. and it makes total sense, man. Rudiger for four year for four year deal, okay, it's the right move I think for ch- uh, for for Rudiger to go to back to Serie, A, where he was at Roma, successful. And yeah, Juve is a sleeping giant. that, yeah, you're going to have a space, a place. And then, yeah, it's good.
1: It's, it's a good, good job. Good it's, uh, actually, the, I saw Antonio Rüdiger and Mo Salah playing for AS Roma uh, when I went to Rome uh, years ago, years good ago. Times and uh, I remember thinking Rüdiger back then, just, yeah, he just, he just fit. He was right there. He was at home. Um, so yeah, that's a good shout for him to return, uh, Juventus. Mm -hmm. Although I think Real Madrid, it would make for just better talk. Barcelona, Real Madrid talk with all the craziness going on with like Barcelona bringing in every free transfer they can find, um, these days. But yeah, that's, that's a, that's an interesting shout, but I got to go back to it, man. How good is it to have Wesley Fofana back? Okay. Wesley Fofana Mm -hmm. is back. And not only did he come back. He started against uh, Stade Rene. It was a loss, Mm -hmm. but he scored the goal. He played relatively well. And um, like you said, you think Leicester City might be a favorite for the Europa Conference League? Um, I think it it all starts with whether whether or not Wesley Fafana can get back to peak form um, for it. But I just want to say, you know, he was one of our biggest. We were touting him and then that massive injury beginning Mm -hmm. of the season started. So all, all I can say is welcome back, boss. Welcome back, Wesley. Uh, We are Uh, happy to see you again. And just adding up
0: to that, too, I think before he came back from injury play, he had a contract extension until 2027. Mm -hmm. So that is Leicester showing that they are faithful on Wesley Fofana. And yeah, they must have been like, he's back the same. So we're going to cash in big time, just like we did with harry maguire yes (laughs) so uh but fafana is different (laughs) different but uh yeah excellent show excellent show i am gonna mention now ericsson i forgot to say that ericsson got selected for denmark christian ericsson yeah so that is a uh, great inclusion again so it's he's
1: back he's back and
0: yeah Let's see what's gonna happen with oh. Denmark, but uh, um, I just yeah.
1: literally got a notification. I just got a <laughs> notification. Two seconds oh, about th- about this. Christian Eriksen about- with COVID, he's out again. <laughs> you see, we're
0: being watched. I'm joking. I'm joking. We but, are- yeah.
1: No. <laughs> yeah. No. But, I mean, but yes. Because I, I, I was surprised when I saw the Brentford. Brentford started a game earlier, and I was surprised mm-hmm. he wasn't in the eleven, um, nor the eighteen. And then just not even mm-hmm. two seconds ago, it says Christian Eriksen is out of the Danish national team due to uh, due to COVID. They said that there is a possibility that he might link back up with them later on in the training camp. So let's hope that that happens, but mm. get better, Christian, um, man, man. Um, <laughs> it's it's true. And I, I and I
0: got to say this, we spoke about Benzema, but Benzema did something huge this past week. And Benzema became the French player with the most, Goals in the mm-hmm. history of football ahead of Rian Yeah. So I ha- I gotta say that leading up to the Champions League game against Chelsea, this is a big bull stat that yeah. Benzema achieved. So I gotta say it. I had to say that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean that's a that's a hell of a shout because it it's um. Remember earlier this year we were talking about the normalization of the goal scoring. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and just how like Robert Lewandowski makes it look so easy. Um, Erling Holland at that time before his injury, and he's now since come yes. back, is making it look easy. Well, Erling Holland, when he got injured, Kareem Benzema is still doing it, man. He's still mm-hmm. doing it and has been. He's he's been relatively knock on wood, been pretty resilient this year in terms of injury and uh man, is he in form? I think he added, he and- added two more goals the other day, right? Um yeah. so just Looking absolutely wonderful while across the way, and there is a Classico today. We're filming this on Mm -hmm. Sunday, 4 o'clock Eastern here. You know, Barcelona with their new Spotify deal Mm -hmm. finally announced. Um, There was something that came up that was really interesting to me. And I think it was Zach, it might have been Zach Lowy or Joe Pompliano, somebody on Twitter um, that said this. It's a big deal. Right, it's like 65 million a year or something that that is going to get injected into um, into Barcelona's coffers. Uh, but what was interesting was that that number actually was revised down, and that's because Barcelona purports to have 350 million, like registered Barcelona fans. Okay, when in reality, when hmm. Spotify did some digging, it was like not even one or two percent of that that were. Actually, like registered I guess fans okay so that caused I guess Spotify to revise the the fee or you know what they're paying for sponsorship down Um, 65 million a year is still pretty good money but um they could have gotten more I guess when it comes down to it and it just seems so weird to me that the commercialization over commercialization of this we're now going to call it Spotify camp new no now,
0: yeah, e- exactly.
1: <laughs> I get you.
0: I get you. It's like it's like Lakers, they 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 changed the name of the stadium and now they're losing nonstop. Yeah, let's just hope <laughs> that that doesn't happen the opposite with happened. Barca. Uh, yeah, but uh, they have to get transfers with that money. And we are I always every pot say Haaland Barca, but like I am I had, I just ending with the uh, Real Benzema, I was thinking to myself, like Haaland doesn't go to Real Madrid because Benzema is scoring those goals that when he's injured, yeah. Benzema can't stop scoring. So, yeah, yeah excellent shout. You said that. Excellent. I was thinking in the back of my head. No, stop that. But now Barca, yes. Yeah. With that money, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? I see news. I suggested Bayern Munich to go get Rashford. Yeah. But this, I see a lot of people saying Barca should go get Rashford. What
1: do you think about that deal? Can't keep them uh, could. He could play... You could play a role, I suppose. Then belly out, the, the pie out, too.
0: Those two are going to go.
1: You think so? I mean, it almost has to be. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but I don't know. I mean, they've, they've, they've shown that they're willing to consider creative, I don't know, mm-hmm. accounting in order to get all this done. Um, but, yeah, Rashford, I don't know. It seems a little overly ambitious. I mean, more, more mm-hmm. on the front because I think he gets paid too much for his talent at, the, at this time. And he's been very entry-prone mm-hmm. as of late, as of late. Um, nothing mm-hmm. against Marcus Rashford as a human. Um, but I, I don't know. I like the move more so. And I think it was, a, uh, of course, it was Fabrizio Romano that reported this. But I like I like them bringing in Franck Cassier. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. that? That they have probably gotten Franck Cassier on free? Yes, but eh,
0: it's one of those free agent signings, man. Yeah. It's midfield. I'm like, uh, you know who I am. I'm like Haaland all or nothing type beat and like get its defense at I Barca mean, yeah. figured out next to Ronald Rouge or even extend Ronald Rouge because we don't know if that's going to happen. But yeah, Kessier, Kessier is a
1: good. D- you think he's he's going to start straight away? Of course he is. Busquets, I no? I think so. I believe so. I mean, yeah. you need somebody. You need to start preparing for the future without Busquets, um, that's true. And, and not that he's a like-for-like like, um, change with him. But I, I just I was Im- I was impressed with that one. That, that if they can cool. get that over the line, that's a good one. Uh, along with if they can get Christensen, and
0: and I, I have your but, player that I think they're gonna get, and he is like all all eyes on Barça. It's Masrui of <laughs> uh, Ajax, the right back. Like I think he's like saying, "Oh, my dream is to." Is Dani Alves? She's my the legend I prefer. Yeah. Like he's like he's he's all over Barça. Yeah,
1: and yeah, I think I think I think he'd be a really good signing. Yeah, my my, right back. my reaction there was not uh, Masraoui, um idolizing Dani Alves. Uh, my reaction there was Serginho just beat best. out Mizrahi at <laughs> Ajax. He'll beat him out again at Barcelona. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm sorry. I like I him know. as a player. I like Mesraui as a player, but I like I like Serginho Dest and I like his, his ceiling is so much higher than in my opinion. So
0: mm, but yeah, let's see. Let's see who's gonna play next season for Barcelona, man. Put down <laughs> below. What
1: do you think is gonna
0: happen at the right at the right back slot for, for uh, Barça? But uh but yeah. I I, I was really like that. Doubt- Yeah, you mentioned Odessa, man. I think that's true. I didn't even think about that. But I have to mention this on pod. I can't forget this. Fabio Carvalho made the right choice and chose the Portuguese under-21 national team. I love it. I love it when I was seeing it. I was like, I was so hyped. And people, if you don't know about him, watch
1: out. Fabio Carvalho at Fulham. Baller. Baller. And it it, it it made me realize I, I I got a little piece of humble pie the other day um, <laughs> when you know a couple pods ago I was talking about faleran uh, Balogun potentially mm-hmm. uh, accepting a U.S. men's national team call up um, and I know he's not rolling it out but he he just accepted a English U21 uh, call up pouring a little uh, oh. little cold water on my excitement on on the quest for another striker for the uh, U.S. Oh. men's national team but hey what can you do. What can you do? We'll see.
0: Oh, um, that's a tough one. I didn't know about that. Yeah. I didn't know about and Vitina is next to Fabio Carvalho.
1: man. For, man <laughs> you, Fabio Carvalho. Maybe our under twenty ones beat the main national team. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh. That's great. That's great. Well, um, I there was uh, what else did I wanna bring up? We're still I have are we on general? I have
0: I have another thing I gotta mention. Okay. So it's like Pedri. Okay, I know I know you wanted to talk about Pedri against Galatasaray, yeah. but now I have to say this. At what level is Pedri really? Like, Barcelona tweets a generational talent, Pedri. But, like, what do you think Pedri is right now? Is he uh, Messi, next player, Iniesta type player? Because... People are really doubtful. What's the ceiling on Pedri? I know. I'm just going to say this. Uh Pedri at 18 has been shortlisted for the Ballon d'Or top 30. At 18. Mm -hmm. Just saying. And he's won a golden boy. Pedri at 18. So.
1: Yeah. There's a a quality to him that it it just doesn't seem like it's ever going to get weaker. It only Mm -hmm. seems like it's just going to get stronger. Um, he just seems like um barring any ridiculous injuries or setbacks like yeah like he's destined to become something like that um like a messi but i can't i can't go there right now i can't go there right, right now. now it's too early so um yeah
0: I have I can I can lead up with something I I wrote here that I think links really well with this and I have a question leading up to it. Uh-oh. And Xavi said this. Mm-hmm. In England, if you do a couple of right of uh, a, a, a couple of things right and uh, play a few good games, people talk about being a legend. The media uh overrates a lot of players. This is what Xavi said mm-hmm. about the English media. Yep. Now my question to you is like, do you think Pedri is better than Phil Foden? And if oh. he if he is, do you think the media has a bit of an effect on that? Because I'll be honest with you, I am edging with Pedri now a bit, a bit, a bit. Yeah. I'm edging bit by bit to Pedri, man. I really believe the levels of Pedri are becoming close to untouchable in midfield for a youngster. Wow. Okay? Yeah. So I'm 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 going high on Pedri. I'm really going high on Pedri.
1: Yeah. I mean, just what he did uh, previous to what he has shown mm-hmm. recently. Recently, we have to remember what his twenty twenty one looked like. Right. Exactly. Twenty twenty one was just hectic, insane, and mm-hmm. just mesmerizing um, to watch. Until obviously he he kind of was broken down and needed mm-hmm. needed a recharge, understandably, um, and to take on that responsibility with what he's done. Phil Foden has done it in, in certain certain I mean for Manchester City, one of the best teams on the planet. Um no doubt. So for England. So I I don't think it's over hype when it comes to Phil Foden either. I think I would still take mm-hmm. Phil Foden as it stands.
0: Ahead of Pedri.
1: As I it stands. Go, I imagine Pedri man but but I wanna I say Pedro. I wanna say it's it could change. And this World Cup is gonna be everything. This world cup yes. is gonna be everything.
0: So, and I do think Pedri for Spain. Yeah. Ah, uh, J- Foden's going to be special too for England. I, I my prediction was Foden was going to be one of the best players for England in the World Cup. Just so people saying down below, who would you edge with? Pedri or Foden? Like who would you go with? And if there is any youngster that has to be mentioned next to the category. Okay, Jude, like go bold and say it down below. Oh. But uh yes, I have a youngster here that surprised me, I have to say Trincão. Trincão first half. Sub Don scores a goal score yeah. doesn't assist yeah. i was
1: hyped up yeah. and what happens during that game jesse marsh <laughs> <laughs> i mean come Loved on uh I, I we have to be very honest here that Raúl jimenez send off was pretty crap uh, uh-huh. uh cow was he, he had that game by the scruff of the neck and he looked mm-hmm. solid when he came on for an injured who was it that was i forget who was injured but he came on for an injured somebody. Uh, I I know
0: Kubenewski uh, came off injured. Oh, did he? Um, uh-huh. Yeah, that was kind of like yeah, that was that's that's, that's yes. And then Donker went to midfield. I think okay. it was Huber-Nevs, yes. Yeah,
1: and, and it wasn't necessarily to take not to take away from Trinkaus' impact because it was it was great. Um, mm-hmm. But but watching that that I mean th- I'm not going to say they're clear. Leeds United is clear necessarily of relegation. Um, but it was dire straits when he had first taken over. And just what, you know, Wolves still needed, even a man down, mm-hmm. Wolves still needed to let up three goals. They still had a 2 nothing lead, and they blew it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the defending from Roman Sais from, from some of the players, first off, it was uncharacteristic. Not what I had seen from that Bruno Lage team previously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was poetic for Jesse Marsh. Um, they had three injuries. Previous to that, Ilan Mesley, I went off with an injury uh, after that ridiculous collision. Um, I forget who else, but uh, Calvin Phillips is still not on the field. He was not part of that, but he wasn't on the field Mm -hmm. for them. Patrick Bamford, who's been injured, yes, he went injured. He went off injured. Um, Big when it comes down to it, they score two goals in two minutes to tie it up. And then they have an injury time winner, and it's not not the first time they've done this. It's the second time in the last two games that Leeds United have pulled one out of their um, their butt. <laughs> uh, <for laughs> my, they have literally pulled six points out of thin air uh, in order to move seven points out of relegation. And I just see Yeah, and I can only say I can only say that had nothing to do with tactics. It had everything to do with desire, everything to do with pressing, uh, getting well, a little bit, a whole lot of luck. And Jesse Marsh is, you see it, right? Jesse Marsh is a player's coach. And mm-hmm. um, Leeds United needed that right now. They need that right now, right, moving forward. And uh, I, I hope it continues. I, I, if Jesse Marsh succeeds in the Premier League, he will do mm-hmm. more. He will, do, he will have a Christian Pulisic effect on American mm-hmm. football, um, at that magnitude, right? Christian Pulisic opening up the door for Europe to all these players. Jesse Marsh opening up the door um, to Europe mm-hmm. for for American coaches is absolutely unbelievably massive. If he's successful, and if does not I mean. make him successful, it's still very early. <laughs>
0: So. Oh, and there was, like, a college team, I think, Wake Forest, right? was like, playing Brentford B, and they were, like, beating them, like, 4-1. And also, right. like, there is, people are watching the development that you guys are doing. So, it's hyped. It's it's good. It's good. it's really good. Yeah. Uh, and you said match winner, last, man, last minute winner. Yeah. I'm going to mention a countryman fast. Tyak no, Mosh, phenomenal I, job yeah. you're doing at Stuttgart. you mm-hmm. got three goals already. Keep on going, my guy. Bora Bora Tyak. He, he scored, like, the same amount of goals he scored at Sporting already at Stuttgart. Yes. So, yeah. it was the right choice to go. Great move. And yeah. keep on going, Tiago Tomas. Yeah,
1: he's got three so. goals and five starts for Stuttgart. Ha- had, had the 85th-minute winner over Augsburg. Mm-hmm. Um, and over three seasons, uh, Tomas put up three goals and 48 appearances for Sporting. So, he's already matched his goal-scoring for Sporting um in less time and still 19 years old so great he needed that
0: yes he needed that yeah so and there is a stat too that I forgot to say with the English lineup and it is for Saka the man of your jersey (laughs) the best player of Arsenal in my opinion yeah uh he became the youngest Englishman to score five away goals in a season okay and Saka this season already has 10 goals and 5 assists okay so yeah he deserves he deserves to be called the best player at Arsenal so i had Ooh. i really had to say that because yeah. yeah crazy stats crazy um, stats
1: i'm with you that's a that's a good shout and i think there's i think arsenal also i think they've won 5 consecutive away matches um which is like the first time in a pretty long time that they've done that so like, Arsenal? for Arsenal, nice. like, Arsenal, if it
0: wasn't that blimp against Jota, <laughs> Jota, like the proper menace against Arsenal at all times, like, eesh, Arsenal would be, like, people going crazy now, like, saying, Holland is going to join Arsenal because he's best friends with Odegaard. Right. And we're going to get top four. Like, come on. Like, people are just can see. I can feel the, the hype with Arsenal fans already. So, yeah. if they get top four, the scenes
1: this summer are going to be madness. I, I got to say, I mean, I know I'm wearing an Arsenal jersey right now, but I, I was happy to see Liverpool pull that win out in the sense that we now mm-hmm. have, and we did not think this a couple months ago, we now have mm-hmm. a very exciting Premier League title race. Unfortunately, yes. it's only with two. Uh, not like uh, Serie A where it's like four guys are in it, four teams are in it. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, we're we're going to – it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight because both of them have multiple fronts and um, – It's great, but yes, um, Arsenal's probably at the point now where you almost have to say, hey, before Mikel Arteta uh, potentially out because of, you know, being part of a relegation scrap earlier in the Mm -hmm. year. Well, now it's, what do you do if Mikel Arteta does not consolidate um, their position in the top four, which they have every chance to do ahead? They don't have multiple, multiple fronts. They have the Premier League essentially to focus on. And if he doesn't get it done, um, questions. They're
0: going to go now against United focused on the top four now. So we're going to see a very different Man United. I can see this is my prediction. Yeah. Ending the pod like it's Man United, man. Like this, they're going to look different with the top four. And I have to say this too. Like I see the news and I believe there's a bit, a grain of truth in this Uh and it's Neymar. Like, reports are saying that Newcastle is asking around to get Neymar. And the fees are $80 million transfer oh. to PSG and 500000 a week to Neymar. Okay, these are the numbers. Let's spend
1: uh, that. Go for Go for Nkunku. Go for Nkunku. Eee, go yeah. for Nkunku <laughs> That's actually a
0: really good suggestion. For $80 million, go for Nkunku and Sven Botman. Invest for the future. Yeah. Like, Woo. I ain't saying Birch because Birch, he's mm. going to Bayern or someone like that. Yeah. So I saw. Yeah. I saw the news. I went to see the news after.
1: Well, but b- before we sign off, I, I mm-hmm. it's now two pods. I've i forgotten to mention um him. We talked about Fakaya Tamori, mm-hmm. um, and the last wonder kid. I just have to mention he's been absolutely lights out for ACD Milan. Uh, Pierre Kalulu um yes. has been just just great. Um, I think it's like the last four games, four clean sheets. Um, he's been an unsung hero uh, for them pretty, you know recently. Mm-hmm. as of late, they're now three points ahead in.
0: Great cheap, boy.
1: So Pierre Kalulu deserves people's uh, attention. He came out of, I believe he came out of Lyon. um mm-hmm. so he's he's one that they kind of cast off and he found his way. It took him a while, but he found his mm-hmm. way at uh, at Milan. and um i'm I'm excited think- to see, yeah.
0: What? I think that's the best Maldini deal that people are saying. Like, saying, oh, he's really good with management. Kalulu. Like, so now the departure of Kessie, yeah. he'll have to work big time because Tonali ain't staying if he doesn't get a team that can be with them, with his levels. So, mm. Mm, Benacer. He scored a really good really good goal yesterday, too. I needed that. But, yeah. Mm, yeah, there's... Can see Milan win the Serie A? Ooh, 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 ooh. That's another question. That's <laughs> another question. We're, so, people, uh, comment down below anything that we've mas- missed out in the general news. And episode forty-eight, it's in the wraps. Please do not forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel and like the video. And if you want to help us more, follow us on Spotify. Okay, it's a huge help. And go visit FC Wonderkid. Dot com and go cop the merch man. Go bold people.